Far too often when I sit down with a couple, there's usually one person who's not as involved as the other. Today we'll discuss how both spouses can be on the same page, and more importantly, how both can be engaged in the process. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Glad to have you on My Retirement Clarity. I am Ben George here with Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor, JL Perkins Wealth Management, but you can find online myretirementclarity.com. Got a good show for you today, as always. Today we're focused on women, though. Um, Women, in a recent survey, found that most women or the majority of women in a relationship want to kind of pass that financial responsibility off to their spouse. They kind of defer all those decisions to their spouse, but we want to talk about today why it's important that both parties are involved in the process and know exactly what's going on financially so that you can handle it if need be. So Lee, looking forward to the show today. I think it's an important topic. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited about it. A few years ago, we actually did a, a series of, of workshops, uh, basically based on the book by David Bach called Smart Women Finish Rich. It was a really, really neat uh, workshop series that we did and got a lot of positive feedback on really just how we're able to try to help empower women and be prepared should something suddenly change in their situation. So yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, the goal today will be to to empower women, but I guess this conversation could also go both ways too, right? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of men out there that uh, don't like dealing with money, don't like thinking about money and maybe have a a, a spouse that handles it. Yeah, yeah. Even though we say, you know, according to that survey that you you referenced at the, the intro of the show, that a lot of women will sort of bury their heads in the sand and don't want to kind of be engaged in that process. But I'm telling you, I do meet more and more men that are sort of the same way. You know, mm-hmm. they say, hey, well, my wife, she's the numbers person. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a guy. I'm a simple man with a simple mind. But so, yeah, I do <laughs> see it on both for both spouses. Well, if you, if you want to talk with Lee afterwards about this conversation, if you want to get more involved in the finances or you are a couple that, you know, maybe one, one side of the relationship does most of the work financially, um, you can sit down with him right now and kind of start talking through those things and working through that process. It's very simple. Talkwithlee.com is the website. You can schedule a meeting right there and, uh, and find a time that works for both of you. But let's jump into this because, look, the idea, and again, this was a survey that, you know, found that, that women, and again, it kind of, kind of work both ways, but most women or most people that don't want to get involved just want another taken care of. That's the, that's the key, right? I don't want to worry about all the details and the finer points. As long as we're good, that's all that really matters to me. But, you know, we've also heard countless stories of why this is a bad idea, because ultimately you might just become that lead decision maker. That's, that's the big thing to think about. Yeah, absolutely. So, I really think it's important for women, you know, even though, you know, you guys love your husbands, you depend on them for, for all these kind of things, they depend on you, vice versa. But if you're putting the burden of, of finances, and I'm not talking about the burden of making the money, but I'm talking about the, the burden or the job of kind of handling everything, you really could be setting yourself up for some some difficult times in the future. So unfortunately, I've seen this a lot over the last couple of years, folks losing their spouses unexpectedly uh, and, and expe- you know, expectedly with, with old age, um, honestly, people react differently. And, 
people's ability to jump in and sort of handle the finances certainly varies from person to person. I think one of the reasons that both people don't always get involved in their finances is they simply don't want to talk about a spouse dying. It's an uncomfortable situation, but you've you've really got to have that conversation. I remember being a few years ago, it's probably been five years ago now, my parents came in for a review meeting. And at some point during that meeting, I sort of went down the road of, of what happens to my mom when my dad dies. And she, I mean, she couldn't handle it. She teared up. She didn't want to talk about it. She just kept saying, I know you're going to take care of me, and which I will. But she had a really difficult time talking about that. So it was a very emotional meeting for everybody. But I think it's really, really important for everybody to discuss. And so here's another thing I do want to throw out. Okay. You know, kind of put this out there for the guys that are listening. If you handle everything and your wife is not involved, either by by her choice or by your choice, whatever that situation is, what do you think is going to happen when you kick the bucket? Because I, I've seen it. I know what can happen. And this is when she's probably going to be at her most vulnerable. Uh, and unfortunately, very likely to be taken advantage of. And, and now in this situation, with you being gone, um, now she's going to be forced to make decisions that could affect her for the rest of her life. So really, this, this situation is way too easy to avoid, and it starts with a simple conversation. Yep. And, and, and it is difficult. I mean, you, you detail that and that's kind of why we're laying out these, these tips, really some kind of four ways that you can get more involved to be thinking about it, but not, not feeling the overwhelming you know emotion that comes with this. If, if it's not something you're comfortable with. So to your whole point in the story, you're just telling me, I guess the first thing really to do is to picture the worst and, and understand that, Hey, there, there's a very good chance, you know, especially you know, with women, because yeah, you know, more times than not, they outlive their husbands. So picture the worst, thinking about what it could look like if everything did come onto onto your plate. Yep, absolutely, and that that's kind of what, what we talked about: picturing the worst. And sometimes it's not. You know, I would say the worst is is a spouse passing unexpectedly, which is what we just talked about. But also sometimes a, a divorce can be a, a a really a tough situation for a for either spouse, but women in particularly, especially if they haven't been engaged in everything. So yeah, consider all these things. And I'm not saying we got to sit down in a, in a room and talk about, hey, if we get a divorce, this happens and this happens, because we certainly don't want to plan on that. But certainly that worst scenario of somebody dying is, is the absolute first thing you need to do. All right. So, you know, once you kind of have that realization and that understanding that, hey, I do need to be involved or at least have a better uh, clearer picture of what our financial life looks like. Uh, the first thing you really need to realize too, is you can take it slow, right? Just, Hey, understand how much money is coming in every month. Know what your account balances are. Just these little steps early on can really help you out. Yeah. It, this part can really be overwhelming for a lot of people. And I, I understand that. Unfortunately, this is why a lot of people won't engage in the process. There, there are ladies that say, well, I, I don't do numbers. He takes care of all that. And I do understand that. I didn't really like math in high school, and I certainly didn't like statistics hmm. in college. But now I'm fine with numbers. I, you know, I deal with those every day. But here's what I would tell any lady who's out there listening today. Your involvement with your family finances is not all about numbers. You, you certainly don't need to be able to crunch numbers on a spreadsheet and do any kind of fancy calculations. That's, that's absolutely not what we're talking about here. 
what we're talking about is having a very good overview of where things are, why they're there, and what they're supposed to do for you. I think really being it's overwhelming a lot of times for people because honestly, they don't know what they need to know. And I hear this from people all the time when they come in the office. They're like, I, I think I could do this retirement thing, but I don't really know what I'm supposed to know. So I would tell you, ladies, if you get a statement from your, your IRA or 401k account and your eyes sort of glaze over and roll back in your head, th that's fine. That's natural. You don't need to know how to be an expert at breaking down all 57 pages of that statement. Some of it's going to be important for you, but a lot of it's not going to be relevant, especially in terms of our conversation today. So what we're really trying to get you to do when we talk about taking it slow is I want you to have a big picture overview of things. Um, I, I don't need you to write a report on it. So like, like Ben, kind of like you referenced earlier, what the main things I want ladies to be aware of, and even men who aren't engaged in the process, I want you to know where your income is coming from and what that monthly amount is. Um, I want to know where I want you to know where your accounts are and really who the contact person for each of those is. I'd like to know what you're saving each month for you know in each account. Knowing what debts you have is very important. You want to know where they are, uh, what they're for, and what do you owe? What are the balances on all those? And of course, insurance, you know, life insurance is really important that you know the basics of all of your life insurance policies. I think the, the death benefit, the premium amount, and the lapse date, if it is a term policy, those are three really important things to know about your insurance policies. And I also think it's, a, like I, I said, it's a great thing to have a, a contact person for each of these areas. Yeah, I bet I can I can envision people that are listening that are very comfortable with finances and handle them for their for their family thinking just learning the account balances and how much money's coming in is important. But I think I, I can see how if somebody's not involved in that at all, there's probably a huge discrepancy in what's that what they actually think's happening and what is happening. Yeah, and I will tell you this, I got a, a I was meeting with a client well last week. And it's, they've been married just a few years now, but he is a spreadsheet nerd. And he sent me a spreadsheet and it had seven tabs on it with <laughs> every detail that you could possibly imagine. And, and even when, when we got here in the office, one of my assistants were like, wow, this guy's tracking everything. Well, when I met with him, I watched her on the Zoom meeting. I watched her eyes sort of glaze back just a little bit. So I think it'll be, if you're that spreadsheet geek, add a tab at the beginning of the spreadsheet that gives an overview of what you have in words and don't put any numbers there. And I think that would do your spouse a, that would do a, a, them a world of good just to kind of talk through everything at a very high level without using numbers. Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a minute to tell you about a new book I've written called Diffuse, How to Protect Your IRA or 401k from the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. It's a really easy read and it gives you specific strategies that you can implement right now to be better prepared for increasing taxes. Now, we all know taxes are very likely to increase in the future. And with all the recent stimulus packages, I believe that even more. So I'm making this book available to you, the listener of the show. So here's how you get it. Just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. Give us a good mailing address and we'll send it right out. I'll even pick up the shipping cost. Again, just text the word DIFFUSE to 474747. Get your copy today. Now back to the show. All right. So you've 
taking it slow. You're starting to get a hand on things. The next thing that you can do to to really start feeling comfortable with the finances is working with your spouse to find balance. Um, you know, really, no relationship should be a hundred percent one person, zero percent the other, right? So find a way to to work with each other, some type of communication where you can all kind of share in those responsibilities so that, you know, even if you're not doing dealing with a lot of it, at least you're familiar and you have much more knowledge about the full picture. Yeah. And I think it's important to sort of step back and take a look at the big picture of how your household operates. You know, generally speaking, couples are going to divide up areas of their household. You know, he handles this, she handles that. And it's not always going to be the traditional male-female roles. Uh, one of my best friends, his wife cuts their grass, and really because she just likes riding the lawnmower. Uh, I've got another buddy who does all the cooking at their house. And so it's natural to divide up these tasks, and, and then everybody sort of settles into what, what suits them best. At, at our house, Pam does all the laundry, and I cut the grass. And honestly, I'm probably getting the better end of the deal on that because she does laundry, it seems, two or three hours a day. And I, you know, I cut the grass once every two weeks and I don't have to do it during the winter. I've done the laundry before. I certainly did it before we got married, but apparently now I don't do it the right way. I don't separate (laughs) colors. I don't separate colors the way that I should. And so for that reason, she tells me to stay away from the laundry room. But if push came to shove, you know, I could certainly do the laundry. Pam could cut the grass. She wouldn't want to, but she, she could do it. So really the takeaway here is that you you really should know enough about your family's personal finances that you could do things, kind of continue along the path without any major interruptions. Yeah, I think that's a great visual for uh, kind of understanding this from a financial perspective. You you know everything kind of in your house, right, with laundry and cutting the grass, but you don't necessarily have to be involved in it. But you're aware that it needs to get done and how often it needs to get done and that sort of thing. So, Oh, absolutely. Pam tells me, um, she questions how I did laundry when I get married. I was like, well, now you do. You have 12 piles of laundry with all different <laughs> kind of colors. I had two piles. I had the first load and the second load. <laughs> and if it fit in the laundry, it fit in the washer, then that was my laundry. But apparently that that's not right. <laughs> I think a lot of people are, sh- are shaking their head in agreement with you. I, I oh, think yeah. I'm one all, of them as well. All the guys. Yep, absolutely. Yep, no doubt. Well, the last thing that we want to kind of point out in this uh, discussion the communication is difficult. We know that couples struggle a lot of times talking about finances and having these conversations about money. So the last thing we advise is to get help, right? Find somebody else that can kind of step in and assist you with finding that balance, helping you understand the ins and outs of your finances, and then you know helping you kind of build a plan to move forward with that. Yeah. One, one of the things we try to do for our clients is, is we really try to engage both spouses in the process. Candidly, we're not always successful. And, I, and I'll tell you, as I mentioned before, it's not always the women who, who are disengaged from the process. There are men who certainly are in the dark. They would just rather their wives handle things. Uh, but we try to educate folks in a way that is easy to understand. Um, we've, we've talked about it before. We don't try to wow people with, with fancy graphs and charts. Certainly those can be useful. But oftentimes, they can really be confusing to people as well. And so I like to use imagery when I teach. So I draw a lot of pictures on the whiteboard to try to help people understand difficult concepts. And so, Ben, I think you and I have talked on the show about the picture that I draw of a financial house. And, and I probably draw that picture every single day for folks in my office. And so it really makes sense to people. It resonates. It's a, it's a very simple concept. So virtually 
every client that I have is going to be able to tell you how their assets are invested based on that one picture. So really, if you're out there listening today and you feel like you're not as involved as you should be with your finances and you're worried that you're going to be in the dark if something happens to your spouse, give me a call. You know, we'll certainly talk about how I can help you and try to help you guys get on the same page and help you be prepared for, you know, for something that that you're not really planning for in the future. Again, the easiest way to do that, just visit talkwithlee.com. That is the website where you can schedule a meeting. Very simple, very easy process. Get on the calendar, add it to your list and start uh, taking these steps to get involved and, and understand, get a cool, a clear picture of your financial status and in your fa- family's financial um, plan and just have a better understanding of that. So hopefully these tips will help you do that. But again, someone like Lee that does this every single day with, with families and uh, individuals can, can help you with that. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, let's take a mailbag question today, Lee. We got one in uh, from Justin. He says, I'm planning to retire within two years. A close family member of mine is out of work due to the pandemic, and they need some help to pay off credit card bills that have piled up and they burn through their emergency savings. What's the best way to tap into my savings to help them out? Well, that's that's very thoughtful of you to even consider doing this. A lot of people have, of course, suffered during all of this. You used a word in your question there that that I like. You said, what's the best way to tap into my savings? And so I want to just define your savings is your savings and it's not your retirement, not your 401k. I, I don't think it's a good idea for people to, to drain money or borrow against their 401k or the IRA. It's got to be a dire situation for I would recommend that. But if you've got money in savings, I would absolutely do that if, if I'm able to, to do that. And for you, Justin, you just have to determine whether or not you're going to loan this money to them or give it to them. I will tell you it'll make the conversation a whole lot easier if you just give it to them with no strings attached and just tell them, hey, I know you're in a bind and I love you. I'm gonna give you this money and hope it helps you out. Um, that they would, you know, they would really, really appreciate that. And I know it'd probably make you feel good as well. Yeah, thanks for that question, Justin. And uh, I'm sure you're not alone in, in dealing with that here, trying to help people out through this uh, this past year plus. And, um, you know, we appreciate you you asking the question today. And if you have one to send in to us, you can do so. Visiting the website, myretirementclarity.com. That's the simplest way to do it. There's also a lot of resources there where you can uh, access materials that Lee's provided. Plus also he'll have some webinars up and other things coming down the road as well. So myretirementclarity.com is the best place to get in touch with Lee. All right, let's close out the show with a little quote. Uh, I think it's a good way to put a bow on our conversation today, but here it is from Brian O'Driscoll. He's a rugby legend. I don't know if you follow rugby much. Not a lot, not a lot. (laughs) Although I do watch, like watching a good rugby scrum on TV. I think that's what that's called. (laughs) Yeah, that is correct. And I don't think we'd normally turn to a rugby player for financial wisdom, but Brian is one of the rare birds here. So he says, if you're thinking about retiring in six months, you've already mentally retired. Yep. And I'm sure that, that Brian is talking about this in terms of a rugby player retiring from the sport of rugby. Yeah, I can't imagine those guys doing that. Uh, past the age of of 30, but who knows? That's kind of a different breed. But man, that makes sense from a retirement from the rest of us uh, kind of a standpoint too. Uh, People really kind of mentally check out when they start thinking about it. And and I see it all the time. So it's just a matter of of getting yourself prepared prior to the date that you pull the trigger. You know, if you're thinking about it six months or nine months out, 
um, you you know the time is probably there. You just got to put the pieces in in order and make sure you do it right. You only get one chance to do it, so make sure you do it the right way. That is correct, and that's why we try to help you here on My Retirement Clarity, help you get it right the first time because, again, it's such an important part of your life and your financial future. Again, talkwithlee.com, best way to get in touch with Lee and set up an appointment, but also access everything online at myretirementclarity.com. Please subscribe to the podcast as well. We'll have a new one coming in a couple of weeks, and uh, Lee, I'll look forward to talking to you again then. Thanks, Ben. Take care. Talk soon. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.